I'd like to uh, make a follow-up about my first um, podcast, What About People Who Have Never Heard of Jesus? This is an addendum to my blog and my podcast about people who've never heard of Jesus. I concluded by saying, those people will be judged by the revelation they've been given. And the revelation they've been given is enough to turn them toward the true God. But they also have the choice to turn against him as well. Their conscience accuses them or excuses them. So the real issue is whether God has revealed himself adequately enough to everybody on the planet. And the Bible makes it clear that he has indeed done that. And whether they get further revelation to know Jesus is beside the point. Because God says that they have rebelled against the sovereign of the universe even before they get this more detailed information. Thus, God is not required to give any more. I'm appending this last statement because I believe that God does give further revelation to people. This is shown in the passage, the Bible passage of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. I'm going to be reading from Acts chapter 5, verses 26 through 40 from the ESV version. Now the angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way he met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of Kandake, which means Queen of the Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The, Philip told, the spirit told Philip, Go to that chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you're reading? Philip asked. How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me? So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of scripture and told him about the good news about Jesus. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? and he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized them. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about, preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. It's clear that God or Jesus orchestrated this divine meeting by using Philip to explain the good news of the gospel about Jesus to this man. And this shows that God does want people to know about his son, the Messiah, and receive salvation. When we take into account that the Bible says that believing in Jesus is the only way to salvation, this makes perfect sense. I'm also reminded how God provides missionaries to help people who live in remote areas of the world learn about Jesus Christ. 
and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Matthew 24, 14. The problem is that some people reject what they've already heard or what is readily seen in nature. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29 says, But if you from there seek Yahweh your God, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. I believe this verse teaches us a very important truth. Everyone who truly seeks after God will find him. And if a person truly desires to know God, God will make himself known to them and the gospel of Jesus. The Bible says that people are responsible to God for what he's already revealed to them. And if we as Christians are called to spread the gospel throughout the nations, now, we may not be in a position to travel to a remote area to become a missionary, but what about our territory right where we are? Are we spreading the gospel right where we are to our family and friends?